Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting news. The ESL Empowered, Secure, and Loved eight-week relationship coaching program is officially reopened for application. This eight-week program fills up really quickly every time we open the doors. So you are going to want to apply ASAP. This program is for you if you're ready to get off the dating roller coaster for good. And if you need those internal shifts that allow you to embody a securely attached woman so you can effortlessly attract that relationship that you want. It also is for you if you need the tools for attracting and maintaining that healthy relationship. The program is designed, obviously, to help you bring in that partner that you can build a long-term, intentional, healthy relationship with. And even more importantly, it is about healing that relationship with yourself. This is that internal transformation that is needed when you're ready to step into the relationship that you deserve and to step into the next level of your life. I am personally inviting you to apply if you know that you're ready for help in this area of your life. You can't do it alone. You've tried everything and you are absolutely ready to do the internal work to get the change that you need so you can stop the pain and the heartache in your life and maybe go back into summer, go back into dating, feeling empowered, secure, and loved and ready to attract that relationship that you're so deserving of. If that's you and you're like, okay, Dr. Morgan, I hear you. I know I need this. I am going to take ownership of this area of my life. Enough is enough. I know I deserve what I deserve and I'm going to take action. If that's you, I encourage you to go to my Instagram bio, use the link there. It's apply now. So apply for the program there, or there will also be a link in the show notes. Make sure you don't wait. Apply now to reserve your spot in the program. Hello, hello. Welcome everyone to a very special episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. We have an ESL program graduate, Emma, with us here today. Hello, Emma. How are you doing? Hi, Hi Dr. Morgan. Doing so well, so well. Good to see you. Yes. So good to see you. I'm glad we get this time together to talk about your journey and kind of get an update and hear where you're at now. Um, I do want to do a brief intro just to tell the audience a little bit about you. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. So awesome. 
Emma is a proud mom to a vibrant three-year-old. She's a full-time human resources professional for a large healthcare organization and recently has a HR management certification. She is passionate about serving others and creating a quality-driven culture in the workplace. She enjoys reading, traveling, camping, hiking, and spending time with her closest friends and family. She's a recent graduate of the ESL program, and she says that she has gained a clear understanding and deep acceptance of all the ingredients of the woman that she is today, and that the program has helped her pursue life more intentionally, and she's so much more fulfilled because of it, which is Amazing to hear. And I really appreciate you sharing that. So absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah. So I would love to just kind of start off hearing a little bit about your story and kind of your relationship background, if you will, you know, in the program, Mm -hmm. we do that relationship inventory and talk about patterns and cycles. Love to hear just a little bit about what were some of your past patterns? Yeah. So that is actually how I even found your program in the first place was just recognizing um, that I just kept falling into the same type of uh, relationship. And I was never, I always felt like I was the one carrying it. And I always felt like I was the one putting in all the effort, whether that was true or not, that is how I was feeling. So um so in the past, I mean, I, I started dating, I'm going to say in quotes, seriously, starting out at like 15 years old. So, mm-hmm. um, we do a lot in the program, that relationship inventory that you just spoke of. Um, it really helped me to go back and actually see the type of people I was, um, dating. And I didn't realize, I didn't realize the pattern was there, but you know, I'm 31 today and I'm dating the same type of people. So it was like, it, it was just, it was, um, very enlightening really. Um, so the people I, I tended to be attracted to were definitely the avoidance. And I, um, found out I was an anxious person more, more so than anything. I think I'm technically disorganized, but we'll get into that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Um, but I found myself in a very anxious, um, state of being in every single relationship. Um, so, and then there were just, there were very, there were good moments in all of them, but they were never what, um, I pictured myself in, I guess they always ended up, uh, they always ended up, um, I want to say making me somebody I didn't know who that was. So, um, Mm. I lost my identity. And every single one, I think. That's so. such a powerful share and such a common experience when dating with that anxious attachment style is losing your own identity in the relationship in an effort to not be abandoned in an effort mm-hmm. to maintain the relationship. And I, I actually liked what you said of acknowledging, hey, there were good moments because I think it's important to acknowledge that. It's not that it's all terrible. You can still mm-hmm. have some good moments in those kinds of relationships. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's not that great relationship, healthy relationship, intentional, where you're holding on to yourself and showing up fully. 
right? So yes, yes, that's exactly it. And I, um, and really it all, the, the program itself, I found it, um, due to, I had just started dating again. Um, I had my son in 2018. I hadn't dated anybody, um, for, you know, how, four years, I guess, four years. And even um, before I had my son, even there was even a lapse of like a long bit of time that went through. I just kind of got out of dating after a serious relationship out um, when I was still doing my undergrad ended. And I just tend, I focused on my career, right? I, yeah. <laughs> I focused on everything but relationships. So um, anyway, I, I was ready though. I was, I knew mentally I was ready, um, to get back out there again. And I felt like I was in a good spot, um, as a mom, as a new mom and, you know, trying to balance, um, work and just kind of adapting to that new lifestyle that you have, um, when you do become a new mom, um, or a parent in general, but, um, yeah, I've decided I was ready and I met, um, somebody through a friend. And I'll share a little bit about that. It was the classic, as you say, the anxious avoidant relationship and um, things, there was no pacing involved. Things moved very quickly. And then that scared me. And then that caused him hesitancy. And then it just, um, I don't want to say it went up in flames because it was actually a very uh, gentle breakup, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, He was very gentle about it because he knew I was pretty sensitive and um, just some of the conversations we had. So he really is a great guy, but, um, we realized we were not right for each other. So, um, out of that, I wouldn't say I was heartbroken. I was just really, I was really let down and, um, I was just frustrated with myself. I was frustrated that I kept finding myself into these patterns of dating somebody that just wasn't ready to give it all, you know, just wasn't ready to be all in at the same time as me. And, um, I put my heart on my sleeve. So that's gotten me into trouble in the past with the wrong partners. Right. (laughs) So, wow. I want to just pause for a second and just say (laughs) how relatable that is what you just shared. And I think there's so many women out there who can relate to, wow, you know, I'm showing up in these relationships. I'm going on these dates and these people seem great, but they're just not quite ready for commitment or they're not just quite fully emotionally available. Yes. And then I think the line that you said that really hit me was that frustration with yourself, right? Because you get to Mm -hmm. this place and you're, you're saying, wow, I'm showing up again and again, I'm putting in the effort and I'm still dating these kinds of people. (laughs) Yes. And it's, it's so frustrating. <laughs> it is. It, it, yes, yes. It's, um, you, as a, as a, a person with, um, you know, I went to school, I've, I've done all the education that I've wanted to have a great career. Um, and then, you know, it just kept, it just kept failing and I am not one. I don't like failing. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't like failing. And then I thought, well, gosh, I am ready to love. Like I'm ready for this. I, mm. I want that. I knew I wanted that. Um, I've always had this vision of me and a partner one day and having a family and, you know, I have, yeah. you know, so I'd never stopped. I never gave up, but I was very frustrated. I was about to give up. We'll say that. And then I was very blessed to have found your program. Yeah. And I think about to this idea of, okay, we can try so, so hard in our careers and, 
in all these areas of our life and usually work harder equals better results in those areas of our life. It's very much that masculine energy, work harder, Mm -hmm. get better results. But then there's areas of our life where, hey, we're trying so, so hard and that's not going to change the outcome. So, so, so many women I talk with, they put all that energy in their career Mm -hmm. because it's a a linear thing. I work harder, Mm -hmm. I get better results, Mm -hmm. Uh, but acknowledging, Hey, you really, you really do have all this love that you want to give and you do envision yourself in a partnership, having the family and acknowledging that sometimes you just can't do that on your own, that no matter mm-hmm. how hard you're working, you're not getting the desired outcome and you need to kind of stop and mm-hmm. say, how do I break this pattern that yes. I've been doing since I was 15? Right. Yes. So such a powerful realization for you to have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then what was it like for you when you started the program? I'm always curious to hear that. Were you like, what what were the emotions or what were your thoughts when you started? Yeah, it took me. So I had, I found your podcast. I want to say in December at some point. Um, Cause really I was just desperate for any advice that I could get as quickly as possible to not have the relationship I was in to end. Mm-hmm. I felt that it was ending Mm-hmm. And, um, I was just grappling at anything that I could find you know, all these articles online and, you know, and I'm a big podcast listener anyway. And so I found your, um, podcast and I actually think it was the one I was trying to look back before I uh, met with you today. I think it was the one about sabotaging relationships mm-hmm. and, um, one of the, one, of, I don't know what date it was or what episode number, but I remember hearing that and I'm like, I am. I am doing that. I am sabotaging all of these, you know, Mm. and I, and at the time, that's what I was thinking, especially with the one I was the um, guy I was with in December and um, we were just like starting out. And I just thought I have been giving him all kinds of mixed signals because it was my first person that I was actually really interested in dating um, since having um, my son and just getting back out there. Right. So it was, um, yeah, it was just, it was a very, um, confusing time. So anyway, I, I started to understand myself a little bit more just through the episode. And then of course I heard more about the program and I thought I've done therapy for other areas and, um, and I could do that again, but it felt right. So I really pondered on it. I was like, I think this is something that I can see myself doing and um the structure sounded like something i would i would like with my busy lifestyle and um i just was so excited i i talked with um i think it was amy and she just fired me up for it and i was like <laughs> this is totally what i need to be doing and i was so excited for it i just knew i knew that where i was at i don't I wouldn't say I was at rock bottom, but I think I was pretty close because I was really close mm. to just giving up on dating and, um, mm, and giving and, up and, on that dream of having yeah, family. Yeah. yeah. My old, my ultimate dream. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so sh- I just, um, when I started the program, um, I just, I'm an avid journaler anyway, but the notebook I have from the program (laughs) 
I see this notebook in front of you. Is this it? It's just yeah, like pages. It. It's like <laughs> nice. your college. Yeah. Your uh, college oh, note taking um, notebook, but I, I knew I was going to find so much value in this. So I, I started with a fresh one, even in a new pen. So yes, you have to, <laughs> yes. I love that. Yeah. It was just so good. And I started out, I think it's, I, is, is it anxious? You learn more about the, um, attachment theory. Yeah. So once you do that, it's, um, your light bulb goes on and you're, and then you start to understand and, um, I'm not going to lie. It was very exhausting in the very beginning. Cause I yes. was, uh, I, I mean, I think I, I messaged you. I was like, is this normal? Do I need, yeah. do I need to do anything else? Because it was just, you just, you don't realize how much you're holding in after, yeah. you know, just each relationship ends, like you move on, but do you move on? You, you know, it's like, you still keep a piece of that relationship with you always. That memory is never going to go away. Um, so it was, it was a lot in the beginning, but I felt, I felt lighter. I felt like I was just releasing and helping to course correct. Probably I was yes. feeling all these, this hope I had so much hope and yeah. yeah, it was, it was a very good thing. And then as soon as I, you know, it hooked me, right. I, <laughs> hook, line and sinker started to happen. And I was just, I was in, I was so ready for the program. Yeah. And, yeah. I've, I've always loved that about you and just how you show up and, you know, you dived full, full in to it. And I think <laughs> just like anything in life, we kind of get out of it, what we put into it. And you mm-hmm. really, you showed up and took it seriously and created that space mm-hmm. for yourself to process through it because it is emotional labor and mm-hmm. always tell people, do you want to go through the pain of, okay, you're going to get out of the cycle. It's uncomfortable. And yes, there's pain there, but it's short term pain. Mm -hmm. It is versus a lifelong experience of suffering that that maybe feels comfortable, but Mm -hmm. that's, that's your life. Do you want to go through the short term pain for, you know, a brief period? Mm -hmm. Right. Or do you want that lifelong suffering? So yeah, before the program, I, I truly was thinking, I'm not going to find anybody ever. And if I do, if if it keeps going on like this, I'm going to be like 50, 50 years old by the time, you know, I'm 31 now. So all this time is going to go by and pass me. And that's what I just, I didn't want that at all. I was just so ready for the next, I didn't know what it was, but I was ready for it. (laughs) I love that. I love, I love to this idea that, Hey, you have so much love. You're ready to give someone. Yes. And when we acknowledge that, that's such a beautiful thing to think about sharing. And really this, this idea, you don't want to have the regret of, of not Mm -hmm. sharing that with Mm -hmm. someone. Right. Yeah. There was a lot of fear of regret for sure. Um, if I didn't keep trying. So, you know, there's some sort of little voice in the little, in the back, you know, just saying, keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Keep going. So I did. (laughs) Okay. And then, so you're in the program. I'm curious, obviously having gone through it, what was some of your biggest takeaways, if you don't mind sharing, just like your learnings about yourself or how to live your life or how to approach yeah. dating, what, whatever feels 
important. Yeah. There, there was, there was so much, and I'm sure I'm going to miss something or not capture it all, but there was so much that happened. I just learned so much about myself. Um, and a lot of it, I was, what I was able to do, um, with trying with learning my attachment style, really, I, in my childhood, that's what really has, that's what set it all up for me. And, um, you know, I had an avoidant, um, dad growing up and a mom that was not present. Um, I will say my dad is the most loving person ever, and he did the best he could. And you say that in your program, they do the best they can with what they've got. And, um, I didn't grow up in the best situation and my brother and sister and I, we all suffered in our own ways, um, of just trying to kind of pick up the pieces. And, um, so with this program, I was really able to understand why I am the way I am, you know, with, and, and I've had previous therapies. So I felt like, you know, there were, mm-hmm. it just kind of all mashed together. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to definitely dive deeper in and figure out what, what happened, why I was the way I I am today. Um, And then after I did that, it was the learning that I had, the learning how to love myself. And I want to say the biggest takeaway was how to accept love, because that is not something that I was able to do in a lot of really, probably every relationship. I wasn't, I was uncomfortable with accepting love. So if somebody was trying to be giving or trying to show me love in their way, um, I, I don't know. I just, I, I took it in a, probably the opposite of what they were trying to do. (laughs) So, um, the disorganized attachment style is definitely me, um, depending on that situation. Um, so there'll be, I could be with the same person. I remember one relationship in particular, a longer one that I had while I was doing my undergrad and he would do all these nice things for me. And I'd be like, are you just trying to get something out of it? You know, like, what are you, why are you doing all this nice stuff for me? (laughs) So Mm. bless his heart. He was probably like, what? (laughs) I'm just trying to be nice. Not being able to (laughs) receive that. I wasn't securely attached. Yeah, I really Mm -hmm. wasn't. I was not there for it. Mm -hmm. And, um, that realization happened during the program. I mean, not even with therapy, but it happened during the program. And, um, and then, so it was, it was definitely just trying to understand how to receive love. Um, but then to also allow myself the space to give love, but also have boundaries and standards and all these things that I never, I lost my identity in so many relationships. And I, um, was definitely the girl to, to be like, if they've liked baseball, I was going to go out and buy everything in baseball, you know, figure mm-hmm. it all out, read all the books, do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's fine to do in a way when you're first dating somebody. So you have an idea, but I think I was doing it in an unhealthy way, to be honest. And, um, I, it just, yeah. So it just really allowed me to kind of write down everything that, I knew I wanted in a relationship. I knew who I knew who I am. I knew who I wanted to be. It was just, mm-hmm. it gave me the tools to be able to actually implement it all. So I, there, there's just, there was so much and I've written down so much. I've gone back to this because I have started to date again and I've gone back to this. And that's been another favorite takeaway because <laughs> there are moments where I'm the, I have to do the reality testing and that's something yeah. you taught us. 
And that's been my biggest, um, actually it's been my best friend, to be honest. Reality like, testing. Is yes. this reality? <laughs> yeah. That's such a powerful tool. Wow. And it's been such an honor to see your growth and just kind of hearing from you along the way. And wow. Yeah. I I really think that this piece about um, that clarity on how to really love yourself and what that really looks like. You're talking mm-hmm. about standards and boundaries. Mm-hmm. People think self-love is like, oh, you have a good self-care routine, you bubble bath, get your nails done. No, yeah. like so, self-love <laughs> is I know who I am. I know what my boundaries are. I can communicate mm-hmm. assertively, open, honestly, mm-hmm. directly. I yes. can share my feelings. I can accept love, right? So you really developing the the version of you that you've always been, but mm-hmm. then we, you know, we have these childhood experiences and there's mm-hmm. all this stuff that we take on that we need right. to let go of. So so you mm-hmm. let go of yes. the unhelpful stuff, yes. right? And yes. Yeah. So, yes. So Very. powerful. Oh, it, it, it really was I through, I would say probably middle of the course, um, when we really, when we kind of did the relationship inventory, we, um, understood the beliefs we were having. And then, um, you know, the one question was, how is this serving you? What are these doing for you? Right. That was, that was a gut punch. It was, it was like, okay, yep. I haven't been I, I mean, this is, this is so good to see laid out and, um, and then the compassion that follows. And I just, I, it, you know, connected to, I felt like I was able to actually give myself a lot of compassion after understanding, um, that I wasn't, you know, I, I grew up in a, in a way that, you know, is my own childhood and it was my own way of, um, figuring things out. And then it was just, you know, it, it allowed me to understand and really forgive and for, forget it, you know, like it's always going to be stored there, but it's just, just let it go. And then allow that, that space that you were holding on to all these painful memories, um, along the way, just let it go and allow for the new abundant yes. love to come in. Beautiful, beautifully said. It really is this whole process of when we accept ourselves fully and we can mm-hmm. actually have that self-love, then that is what allows us to change. Yes. When we're self-critical or we're numbing or we're distracting mm-hmm. ourselves, then we're just mm-hmm. stuck where we're at. So really doing this work to get to that place of full acceptance so that you can then change. Yeah. It helped yeah. me understand. It helped me understand me. And, you know, yes. I, um, I couldn't, I couldn't have gotten to where I am today without trying, you know, just dealing with those emotions and those, mm. um, thought processes, I guess. And, um, the whole time through the program, well, once I started to understand more, I had this vision of myself just standing on the ground and just like pulling in this person that's been in front of me this whole time and just mm-hmm. pulling her in. And then it's like, here I am. So I have the shell of me who I was before. And then I have that person that I always envisioned for myself and she's here. We're, we're here. We're good. I am all that I need to move forward. This is, I've got everything that I need. So it's just so beautiful. Yeah, it, it was 
it's been a, it's been a wonderful thing. <laughs> I love hearing that. That's exactly why I do what I do is stories like this. So mm-hmm. it really just gives me so much joy to hear that. And I'm, I'm so excited for you, obviously. <laughs> yes. yes <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> what, a, you know, I'm so curious cause people ask me this. So tell me dating, pre-program versus Mm -hmm. what is dating like after the program and now in this space that you're in, how does it compare? How is it different? Yes. I love talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm so interested in it. Um, but before the program, um, one really great example, <laughs> and I can laugh about it now. I talked to somebody for three months, um, as with, a, um, somebody that a friend had introduced me to, and I never talked to him on the phone. It was always just texting. Yeah. And for three months, for three months, it went by <laughs> and nothing happened. Oh my gosh. I didn't progress it. He didn't progress it. We got very comfortable. Um, you know, so that was one thing. Um, another was the anxiety that was there for dating. Mm. And, um, you know, I've tiptoed back into dating. I just never met anybody that I was like ready to be in a relationship with. Um, until the guy I met in December when things kind of went south, but, um, it it was just so much anxiety, um, insecurity. I was so insecure and, um, that caused the anxiety, I think. And it was just like, do I say the right thing? What do I do? I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to talk about. Um, and, and then, and then there were so many moments where I was like, never again, I'm never dating anymore. It's like that hangover after a night of drinking. You're like, never again. Yeah, you can, exactly you can get there with, with dating too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a great, yeah, that's it. And I, um, and it was mostly dating apps or like friends would be like, you really need to meet this guy. He's really nice. You know, all this, but, um, and I met some great people. I mean, they're, you know, they were, they were fine people to talk to. They just, there was just nothing there. And I really do think that it, part of it was me just not being really ready. And, um, I, and, and that just means I just didn't do the work to try to understand, um, what I even wanted in a relationship. Mm, so powerful, yeah, there was, yeah, there was one time, I think it was your podcast and it said, um, how does a boat get to the destination without a map, without knowing where they're yeah, going? Exactly. <laughs> and that was me. That was totally mm. me dating before the program. And, um, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to, um, I don't know. It was just like, I couldn't give myself that vision. I couldn't fully allow myself to want everything that I've ever wanted. And I don't know why. And it's, it's, I don't know why we get to those places, but, um, for me, it was just, I just didn't, uh, think it was possible. I really just kept thinking like, there's no way there's that perfect man is out there. I see all my friends with these perfect guys and there's just no way there's any more left. And, um, I didn't know anything at the time about scarcity mindset, but that's definitely where I was planted. That's so Um, powerful. I think so many women can relate to that. That line you said about, I didn't allow myself to want what I mm -hmm. really truly wanted. Mm -hmm. And really when I hear that, cause I can relate to, you know, my past self too, that really comes down to self-worth feeling that we're not worthy Mm -hmm. of it. Uh, 
and also fear, fear, not trusting ourselves and fear Mm -hmm. that it's not going to happen. So why would I want it? But really that worthiness issue of feeling as though you're not worthy of it. So yeah. Yes. That's exactly it. Yes. It's so relatable. And then tell me, okay, now, (laughs) Now. after doing the work, (laughs) what is it like now? It's been so much fun. It has been a joy to date. It has been, um, I've met some really great guys. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of hinge. That's where I kind of was. Um, and the dating apps were great for me because I live in a very rural community. So it allowed me to Mm -hmm. kind of explore, um, into like the, the more Metro areas. Um, and so, and which is where I'm kind of looking for homes. Right. So I'm like, I'm in the middle of all kinds of things, but, um, anyway, so I love that app and, um, the, so I went out on a few dates with this one guy and I was feeling a little anxious. He was the first guy after the program. And, um, I went back to the reality testing of what are the stories I'm telling myself, what is actually true. And, um, and really our Facebook community, um, if you look through some of the past posts, there's a lot of women who are in the same spot. So it made me feel a lot more, um, like secure and going into the first date which I loved. And I'm so thankful for. And, um, and it's just, it's a fun group to be a part of. Cause you're like, yeah, I've been there at some point I've been there. So yes. it's fun to see other, um, others be in that same spot because you feel alone a lot of the time mm. when you just, you feel alone. I, you're I like, love I love that you mentioned that the, the Facebook community and, you know, we have our weekly group calls in the program mm-hmm. and just that space of, Hey, women coming together who are right there with you. They're working on the same things. They understand, they understand your struggles. Yeah. It's a very powerful community. It is. It's my favorite one. I just, I adore every single post that you put and I'm like, God, this is such good stuff for women. So, um, anyway, (laughs) um, but that date, that dating, um, was fine. He was a fine person. Um, but we were definitely not meant for each other. We went out on three dates though. I think after the second date, I realized, um, I was not into him in, in, um, in like a physical attraction way. And I do think that's important. That's important for me anyway. Um, so that was not there. Um, and, and then that was that. So then I just got, you know, on the app and I'm talking, I know that I am asking these questions. I'm being way more direct than I ever have Mm. been. Um, the, the, um, the, Oh, what do you have? The assertive communication. That was one that I've gone back to many times. And, um, as an anxious person, I'm mostly anxious, I would say in, uh, relationships, but you really don't know how to be assertive. Um, and, and I, I actually never even knew what that was. I don't, I I don't even remember ever being assertive in any relationship. And, um, that means that I'm not advocating for myself and, um, that's where the identity was lost. So post-program, I'm now able to understand these things and I'm able to be way more intentional than I ever have been in dating. Mm-hmm. And, um, it has allowed me to meet some guys that I don't think I would have ever, ever been attracted to. And, um, it's, it's super interesting. It's not that they're bad looking or anything like that. It's just like, they're emotionally they, available. <laughs> yeah. They're emotionally available and the energy and the vibes that they bring are matching yours. And that's where you're at. So, um, 
so yeah, so then I got into dating and I started a conversation. Um, well, actually somebody start, he answered a question of mine on the hinge and, um, the conversation just was flowing and, um, we kind of just gradually paced it. And, um, we were both in agreement of pacing a relationship, which is something I took from the program that I never did before. Um, I, and so it just kind of gradually became this, um, friendship. And so we started talking more and more and six weeks later, we're, you know, we're, we decided to be in a relationship together because there's, you know, there's no, there's no other person that I want to be with. You know, it's like, we were, we did all the right things leading up to it and we got to know each other. And, um, a lot of our standards and um, boundaries even are all this very similar values are similar. And um, I was able to actually just, like I said, be more intentional with dating. And I would have never found him had I not been so intentional about what I was wanting. Cause that was actually something he was attracted to. He tells me now it's like, you were, he was like, you were asking all these questions. I knew you were serious. I knew <laughs> da, 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 da. And I was like, yeah, it's like, I was very curious about you and, mm. um, you know, data, data collection yes, that you say, I did scientists. it. I followed everything. Yes. And it, it was so hard because there was a mixture of my old self and then Ooh, my new yeah. self. And I just kept kind of bouncing back and reading my journal feverishly. <laughs> like, what did I learn? I'm, I'm catching my thoughts. I'm catching my anxiety. I'm catching the way I used to think. And is this for real? Is he really this? And, you know, like, is he into me? Yeah. Um, questioning everything. Of course, I never told him any of this, but at the time, but I was, I was like, gosh, he's like a dream come true. This is crazy. Um, being able to accept that securely attached. Yeah. Important. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it created, um, such a happy space to date in. It was just, it's been so good. It's been so much fun. And yeah, there's, yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. I think so many people can relate to it and and I think that's going to give hope to a lot of people because you're talking about (laughs) having an experience that you haven't had in the past. Mm-mm. And I think sometimes when you haven't had that, it's hard to imagine that it even exists. So yes. hearing you talk about it and say, Hey, it does exist. You can it feel exists. completely different. Oh yeah. It, I did not think it, I did not think it existed before. So yes, yeah, shout out to every single woman <laughs> or man listening to this. Keep going. Yeah. Keep <laughs> going. Exactly. Keep doing the work and keep going. I, I also love that you mentioned going on the, the three dates and realizing that that wasn't a fit and that you moved on because that's one of the beautiful things about secure dating. Mm-hmm. It's not that, oh, you're secure and now you're going to be in a relationship immediately. It's not exactly, bad, but yes. you have the tools to not waste your time in relationships yes. that aren't meant for you. So you, mm-hmm. you don't waste your energy. You're able to move on when it doesn't yeah. fit. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, you really need to value your energy and who you're, who you're giving that to. Um, Yes. And not spending a whole lot of time. Yeah. Because pre, pre the program, I would have spent a lot of time. I would have, why isn't this working out? Why, why is, why is he not into me or why am I not into him? Um, you know, questioning myself along the way, but it was more of like, no, this is who I am. I know who I am. I know what I want. He doesn't quite align up with everything. I want a hundred percent, not 90, yeah. not 80, not 70. I yeah. want it all. So, um, 
and it, it's, and before I didn't take my time and I did, I, I have been so, um, so just exciting. being, it is so exciting <laughs> <laughs> and you're so deserving of that. And I, I love that, that you did this work for yourself and, and where you're currently at. I know you mentioned even looking at homes and this is a new chapter for you. Oh, there's, there's so much good. And I see that now I love, I love the idea of thinking abundantly. That is something that I, I have taken with me. I think about that every day. Um, it's in my prayer. Yeah. Everything. It's just like that, that abundant thinking is something that is just life-changing in and of itself. Um, but you have to have the space for it. You can't, um, ignore, you can't ignore, things that you haven't dealt with. So it's like, deal with it and get rid of that scarcity mindset and go into that abundant so mindset. True. So true. I really appreciate you being vulnerable and, mm-hmm. and sharing your journey. I know that so many women are going to hear this and really relate. So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. I do have one more question for you. Just, um, well, actually I have two. Okay. <laughs> so first, okay. What, what would you say was kind of your favorite part of the program? My favorite part of the program, you know, honestly is probably the last, um, bit of it where we talked about kind of navigating the early stages mm-hmm. and, um, co-creating. I never understood that. I did not even know what that was is co-creating this culture together. And, um, I really found a ton of value in that. And that's something that I'm even still, um, intrigued by today. And, um, so that, that, piece of the program, once you, once you get through the nitty gritty, then you can go into learning. What does it look like to be a secure dater? And, you know, is that a word? I don't know if that's a word, but yeah, <laughs> you Securely, know, but yeah. yeah, dating more in that uh, mindset. And, um, and then you just are starting fresh and you start new and you're just, you're this new person with this new, um, idea of what dating looks like. Yeah. And it, it really, um, it's so much fun. Like, you know, it helps, it helps it be fun again. And, you know, we could all use a lot of fun after the pandemic. I love (laughs) love hearing that. I actually love hearing that that's your favorite part because obviously the program has different stages Mm -hmm. and towards the end, it is about, okay, you have changed yourself. You've done the internal work and now Mm -hmm. you're attracting this secure partner. You're showing up secure. But then the end of the program is about how do you maintain that securely yes. attached relationship and what does it look like to co-create a secure attachment with someone? Yes. And the crazy yeah. thing to me still is that that's just never talked about. We we don't no. learn that anywhere. <laughs> no, we don't. No. We really don't. And it's, it's, uh, I mean, that's, it's the juicy stuff. It's the stuff that matters in the beginning of a relationship. Um, if you really want a good one. And I think anybody that goes through the program is committing to that. So yeah, the maintaining of a relationship, it's been so much fun. And I can tell you, I have the best partner for it because he's like, well, what do you want? You know, like, what do we need to talk about? And he's ready to, 
um, talk about like what we check in with each other often. And, um, you know, yeah, it's just like, I think before the program, I would have been like, what does this guy want from me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love that. You know, this idea men want connection just as Mm -hmm. much as women do. Men want to have that conscious partnership Mm -hmm. where emotions are heard and understood and you Mm -hmm. create that culture. So if we have beliefs that men don't want that, of course, we're going to be attracted to men who don't have that space. But since yeah. you're coming in with this paradigm of, oh, somebody does want to emotionally invest in me and they want to build a secure mm-hmm. attachment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have a partner who's showing up with you and wants to do the work with you. And that makes relationship fun and easy. Yes. Oh, so easy. Um, so much less pressure and Uh, it just really allows you to really get to know that person on the level you should for, you know, long-term companionship. So, um, it's just so, it's just so good. It's yeah. It's, (laughs) I I love love it. it. I love that. That's great. And I am just honestly so excited for you. Um, you. my, so my final question, I think that this is going to be really good to hear is just, what would you say to, any women who are struggling in their dating lives, maybe women who are at kind of the place that you were pre-program, what, what Mm -hmm. would you say to them? I would say don't discount your past. Use it for good. I love that. Use it for good. Use it for um, enlightenment and trying to understand who you are. And I, I read this poem and it was about the ingredients of a woman or the ingredients of you. And that is an ingredient. Your past is an ingredient to who you are today. And don't be ashamed of it. It is what it is. You know, like we may have made mistakes. We may have been in relationships for far too long and we didn't get out of them in time. You know, we felt like we were damaged or that we just, aren't worthy of the love, mm-hmm. but you are, and it just makes you who you are. And there will be somebody that loves every single ingredient of you. And it's, I mean, it's possible. I, you know, I was definitely in that place, but it is possible. So I love that. I love that so much. And really this idea that our past relationships do not determine our present or our future. You can have different experiences. Mm-hmm. And you are a beautiful, beautiful example of that, Emma. And I, once again, so appreciate you sharing your journey. Absolutely. It's truly my pleasure. It's such an honor to be able to do so. And as a graduate of the ESL program and knowing that, yes, you do have lifetime access to the course. And I think one of the cool things about going through the program too, is just the community and knowing that, Hey, we get to connect and you connected with other women. Um, it's, it's amazing to honestly, for me to meet women like you and have that connection and know that, Hey, I can help women who were in the same place that I was years ago and speed up that journey. Cause maybe mm-hmm. you would have got to healing, but maybe it would have taken you a decade, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. But, but you don't deserve to live a decade in pain. So to mm-hmm. help you speed it up and get to where mm-hmm. you are today, mm-hmm. 
more quickly, more effectively. Yes. That's exactly yes. why I do what I do. Yes. It is such, uh, I mean, it is such a wonderful program. I can't say enough good about it. I don't know how many women I have talked to about it. I don't know. <laughs> I have shared, I have shared podcasts oh, so specific sweet. to the situation. I'm yes. like, I'm all in. I just, I love it so much. It's just, it's so valuable. So I, I, I good. applaud anybody that, um, takes the leap and just dives in. Thank you, Emma. And if women have really connected with your story and they want to reach out to you, where can they find you on Instagram? What is your Instagram handle? Yes. So feel free to send me a request, send me a message. Um, my handle is at Emma Joe page. Um, that's just my first and last or my first and middle name. And it's E M M A J O P A I G E. So at image page, and I'd love to connect. I I'm very passionate about this topic. <laughs> Somebody tells me you'll be hearing from quite a few women. Emma. And once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I so appreciate you. And we obviously are wishing you the absolute best as you continue on your journey. And I know you will continue to grow and inspire more women. And yeah, I'm just so excited for you in this next chapter. Thank you, Dr. Morgan. It's I appreciate you so much. You're welcome. And everyone listening, of course, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thanks for tuning in. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.